everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Welcome to ZBooks Successful Authors Podcast. And today I want to talk to you about Barnes & Noble and Open Domain Books. So you may have heard that Barnes & Noble bit the bullet, and they have been sold to a hedge fund. But it seems to be a good hedge fund that knows publishing, and they have been successful with other companies that they own that are publishers. So I went to the Barnes & Noble on Stevens Creek Boulevard in Santa Clara, California. Maybe it was San Jose, California. I'm not sure. And I went in there, and business as usual. No big deal, right? So I went to the, you know, how when you, when you go into a bookstore, there's this critical section of books right at the front of the store so that when you come in, you have to see them. And did you know that book publishers pay to get their books displayed a certain way, right? That front desk is like prime territory. That's where everybody that comes into the store sees it. And if you go walk around Barnes & Noble, you will also notice that some books are not on the shelves vertically like the others, but they are facing outwards so that you see the full cover. And this is also a paid feature of the store. It's kind of like if you publish on Amazon, you pay for ads to show your book, right? Very interesting. But what was more interesting were the books that were on this front table in Barnes & Noble getting all of the limelight. They were all open domain books. So I want to show you, and by the way, there is a direct link in the show notes here. Wherever you're watching, whichever podcast that you're watching from, Google or Anchor or Pod, Podify, all that stuff, there's a direct link below in the show notes to go to this presentation and the books that I'm going to talk about. Okay, so I'm just going to read you some of the cool titles that I saw that just jumped out at me. Number one, Commander in Cheat, How Golf Explains Trump by Rick Riley. So, obviously, another author trying to make money off of Trump, right? Everybody writes an unofficial biography, and all of the Trump haters buy it. Question, why aren't we doing this? Easy money, right? Well, you got to get a publisher to get in Barnes & Noble and uh, get this prime real estate. Of course, you could do it in Amazon, too. Okay, that was number one. Number two, Kilted Yoga. Yoga Laid Bare by Finlay Wilson from Scotland. It's a guy that does yoga in his kilt. It's funny as hell. And uh, just, 
you know, you can go to the back of the book and you'll see them doing a headstand. And what happens when you do a headstand in a kilt or a dress? Yeah, you can imagine what happens, can't you? And there's a picture of it. I thought that was funny. It's not open domain, but... Then came the management of savagery. How America's national security state fueled the rise of Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and Donald Trump by Max Blumenthal. <laughs> that, that, just, that is just an awesome title and subtitle, The Management of Savagery. And like I said, go to the direct link in the show notes, wherever you're watching from, and you'll see this cover is very good, very standout-ish, catches your eye. Next one, The Loudest Voice in the Room. How the brilliant, bombastic Roger Allis built Fox News and divided a country by Gabriel Sherman. And it's like an electronic flag, a bunch of TVs. This guy is standing in a bunch in the front of a bunch of TVs, but they form the American flag. Very bright, really awesome cover. Okay, then comes this really beautiful cover that's inlaid with gold. John Carter of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Open domain book. And it's straight on the front table, right in front of the entrance of Barnes & Noble. Next comes super awesome cover. Red with Chinese like hieroglyphics all around it. And the red dragon in a black field with gold letters. The Art of War and Other Classics of Eastern Thought. I opened it up. It was just a bunch of open domain books like Sun Tzu and The Art of War. Then came Classic Horror Stories. This is just a bunch of open domain books. Edgar Allan Poe, etc. This really awesome cover. It's black with skulls and crossbones and red and all open domain stuff all on the front table of Barnes & Noble. And what is the imprint? Barnes & Noble, made in China, and the publishing company is Sterling Publishing, but it's Barnes & Noble, okay? So they're publishing open domain books. You can mix and match open domain books however you want. Then came The Leadership Secrets of Hamilton, Seven Steps to Revolutionary Leadership from Alexander Hamilton and the Founding Fathers by Gordon Leidner. Really cool cover. I was thinking of buying that, but then I saw Leader Shift. That's S-H-I-F-T by John C. Maxwell, the grand poobah of leadership books. So after that, I made an excursion to Costco. You know that mega supermarket in America? where you can only buy 50-gallon gallon cans of milk at a time. There's no normal servings. Then came another one. It's called New York Times bestseller, The Nazi Officer's Wife, How One Jewish Woman Survived the Holocaust. Edith Hound Bear, something like that. After that, there was this really nice-looking book with the American flag on it, Gold Inlay, The U.S. Constitution and Other Writings, all open domain books in this book. I almost bought it just because of the cover. So what is the deal with open domain books? Can you make money with open domain books? 
Well, let me tell you, it's very hard to make money with open domain books as a self-publisher. If you are Barnes & Noble, all you do is you take all of the open domain books from Gutenberg.org or LibriVox.org and you make a really nice cover like John Carter of Mars or The Art of War or Classic Horror Stories. And then you put them in the front of your store. Now, if you're Barnes & Nobles, then you can do this. If you're not, then you have to see, you have to make sure that you get your awesome open domain book in that position. Well, of course, Barnes & Noble isn't going to do it for you. But as an independent author, you can publish open domain books in Amazon. If you want to see an example of one of mine, you can go to B12's Moon Glow. And again, it's in the direct link in the show notes below this podcast or YouTube, wherever you're watching, there's a direct link. And you can see that I published an open domain book, B12's Moonglow. Now, if you are publishing on Amazon an open domain book, it's very tricky. You have to do something different. You can't just republish the book with a new cover. You have to do something to make it unique. So I added pictures. There is no illustrated version of B12's Moonglow. So if you go to this book, you will see that I was also able to optimize the title. So for me, my, my version is called B12's Moonglow, brackets, illustrated, brackets, Fantastic Robots Book One. I'm making a series out of it. Now the deal is, why, why open domain books? Well, if you publish an open domain book that has already been published, right? They've been published. Their, their authors are over 77 years old. Most of them, they're 100 years old. These books have already been published on Amazon by Amazon. They're called Kindle Classics. And they usually already have some ratings. So when you publish an open domain book like B12's Moonglow and you illustrate it, Guess where the ratings go? They go to your book, right? Because when you look at your book, boom, you've already got the ratings from the open domain book that Amazon published. So that is very advantageous. However, how are you going to make money publishing open domain books? You can set any price you want on this book. Amazon has it for free or 99 cents. You'll see other people doing this too. So the trick is to find an open domain book that has a lot of reviews, is very popular, but nobody else has made a different version of it, like an illustrated version or a notated version. If you make notes, citations, and, and kind of like, uh, yeah, in the sideline, in the margin of the books, you can, you can do all sorts of things but there are only two or three ways to get or publish an open domain book. And that is to illustrate a previously unillustrated open domain book, make a bunch of notes or citations in it. So then it's a, a reviewed book. I, I'm not sure what that is called. It's, you would then call it B12's Moonglow with citations or something like that. You cannot just republish the same book. So now if you look in Amazon, 
you'll see that some authors are actually doing this. John Carter and the of Mars. There are several people doing this, but the problem is now it's taken, right? Most of the good books are taken. So John Carter of Mars, you'll see somebody else that has a really nice cover and he illustrated it or he citated it, whatever you call that. And so now you can't do that because there's already an illustrated and notated version on Amazon. So they're just going to say, sorry, guys, we already have an open domain book. So the challenge is to find an open domain book that's really cool, has some some positive reviews on it, and then you illustrate it or notate it, and then you can publish it. And then you make a series out of it. So this is how you too can publish open domain books. It's not easy. Amazon doesn't want you to do it unless you really have a different version of it, but you can kind of piggyback or jumpstart a book series this way. Now, what you have to do, if you go to B12's Moonglow, you'll see I published the open domain book. It's getting downloaded a lot, but they're not clicking on my offer for the next book. So now I have to do something. I have to make the offer better or the graphic or the book itself. I have to change something. My B12's Moonglow Illustrated Fantastic Robots Book One is getting downloaded at least a hundred times a month and nobody's clicking on the next book. So I either have to make the next book free or I have to do something with the copy at the end of the book. So if you're going to publish open domain books, make sure you find a good one that you can illustrate or notate and then make a series out of it and put your offer in the front and the back of the book. Then you publish it on Amazon and you have to hit that little check box. This is an open domain book. Then Amazon is going to come back to you and probably say, hey, why are you doing this? And you're going to have to explain to them, look, this book has never been illustrated before or noted, notated before. And then they'll let you do it. And that's really pretty cool. And I'm getting 100 downloads. Now I have to optimize. Something's wrong, right? Nobody's going for my offer. I'm probably going to have to make the next book free in the series. And you can do it too. So make sure your cover is much better than the other cover, which probably won't be hard because if Amazon already published it, it's a stupid, boring cover with just like two colors and there's no illustrations on it at all. So that's just about it for publishing open domain books. And I hope you learned from that. Go get my free book to you. It's called The Power to Publish. It's at the top of the zbooks.co blog. And it's free. It's that flaming fist. And I show you how to publish your books for free with no middleman so that you are instantly profitable on launch day. All right, my friends. I'm looking to seeing you forward to seeing you at the top. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upload this podcast and Google Play. Okay, 
I look forward to seeing you at the top.